welcome to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. You can think of us as the place to talk about what's important to you in creating an amazing life. Our expectation is that your life can improve one show at a time through engaging conversations and practical advice. Now, here is your host, Dr. Luana Gladney. Hello, hello, everybody around the world. Welcome once again to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. We are here live with you and welcoming everybody in all of the thousands of regions and continents that is hearing our voice right now. So thank you again for being a part of my listening audience. I am Dr. Luana Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor. And my mission in life is to help you create an amazing life. I help you understand how to use the power of your mind so that you can manage your life, your stress, your emotions, and every piece of your life to create that amazing life. I do it through many platforms, any kind of place that I can talk, I'm talking, as including this radio show. So that's training, speaking. I work with individual clients, um, write books, you name it. My book, if you're in the driver's seat, why are you lost? You can get that um, at Barnes and Nobles on Amazon or my website, creatingamazinglives.com. I am here and exist solely to help you elevate your life to the next level. So really excited. This is our 12th show and we do have a special announcement coming up in the last segment of our show. So you want to stay tuned to that. As you know, this show in this format, I always start out by bringing some news that you can use for the soul. I am a big believer that so much of what we hear and so much of what we see, it gets inside of us and it's manifested in our spirit, in our energy. And so many times the news is so negative and it's so discouraging and it leaves us feeling with that yucky feeling inside of your stomach. So my mission has always been to bring you some good news that's inspirational. Now, if you wonder where I get all this good news from, I use the goodnewsnetwork.com. So I want you to go and peruse that. And just lift up your spirits. You can also subscribe so that you can get the good news that they share every day. The news that I wanted to share with you today is all about the children. It's all about um, our future and our generation. So what are we doing for the children? And there's this wonderful, fabulous lady, Miss Marguerite, who has been awarded the Aurora Prize. And she wins a prize of a million dollars for saving 30,000 children. 30,000 children. Now her mission, she has found her purpose in life. And 20 years ago, uh, when there was a civil war going on in East Africa, what she did was she turned a Catholic diocese into a refuge for the children that were caught up in all of this turmoil. And she has is treated over 80,000 patients. And for that, the Aurora Prize recognizes individuals who risk their lives in the face of human adversity to protect and save lives. And you can imagine what she's going to do with that million dollars. No, she's not going to go and purchase her million dollar mansion and a car. She is going to use that money to give scholarships, to send children to East Africa to school. So we give all the accolades that we can to Marguerite for this fabulous use of her life. And there was one other person that I wanted to recognize because it was all about the children again today. And 
and this gentleman has understood his name is Dale Alliers and he's 70 years old and he's a dedicated classroom grandpa to more than 600 grandkids. He has found purpose in his life after retirement and he volunteers two full days a week at Sparta's Ridge Ridge Ridgeview Elementary School and he is known as Grandpa Dale and he comes in and he inspires he donates and volunteers his time to all these children he's an encourager he's the male role model figure uh, that a lot of the kids don't have and the school has said that they're in a much the whole entire school he affects his influence filters throughout the school and he says he couldn't see himself doing anything other than this and it gives his life purpose and meaning again it's all about the children and reaching back so that is good news that I want to share with you good news for the soul again find all the good news on thegoodnewsnetwork.com they have so many stories that are uplifting and it's very difficult sometimes for me to pick out what it is that I want to share with you that will inspire you to make that move and do something with your life. Find your purpose, whatever it is. Make sure that you're touching another life in a positive way. So that's our good news for today. And today our show, there's a lot. There is a lot here on this show that I'm going to share with you. You may want to take get take time to get a pen piece of paper, your notepad, your iPad, whatever it is, and you may want to take some notes today because the subject that we're going to be talking about, we talk about many, many subjects, and I have brought forth many different topics. This topic is one that continues to keep coming up and it is all a part of our lives, and it's all about breakups and what do we do and how do we handle how do you let go how do you move forward because breakups are a part of our lives unfortunately and when we look at uh, this whole entire dynamic and what this looks like and what this means. I have so many people reaching out, asking for different shows, different topics, different questions, different things. And as I've shared with you before, as an emotional wellness doctor, um, 75 to 90% of all your sickness and disease start with emotions and stress. And the top two stressors in our lives have to do with our finances and our relationships. Those are the things that really make us sick. And when it comes to relationships, Oh my, can we seem to get this right or not? And we will be taking callers and your questions. If you have questions, if you want to share, um, you can call in in the second segment. But I'm going to give you some statistics today that we're going to get started out because why this is so important. And it is so amazing. It's the, so some of these statistics here um, they're really mind-boggling, but it will help you to understand that you're not alone. Everybody that's hearing my voice has gone through some type of breakup with somebody, be it a breakup that someone you were dating, a breakup of a friendship, a breakup of family members, a break a, a breakup that it was a divorce. We have all experienced what that is like. And I'm going to be sharing with you what actually happens physiologically when you do have a breakup. But I want to share some of these statistics first. Three million people go on a date every day. There are three million people 
that are dating every day. 40 million people use online dating services. 40 million people use online dating services. And the Bureau of Labor of Statistics reported, and this was um, in 2014, uh, they reported that uh, 1.124.6 million Americans 16 years and older were single. So that's uh, about 50.2% of the population that single. And people were saying, well, more people are deciding to be single or are remaining single or becoming single. And other, other research has said that about 85% of relationships, now we're not talking about just divorce, but relationships overall end in a breakup. And in a breakup, and of course we know the statistics, we've heard the statistics over and over again, that 50% of marriages end in divorce. And that is that is true because they say over um, 2.5 million people per year in the U.S. alone take the vow to say till death do us part. On the other hand, over a million divorces are filed every year. So we have 2.5 million people who are getting married and over a million people who are filing for divorce. So you can see how that statistics really rings true because it is really hard to count the number of breakups that just happen because somebody dated somebody for two or three months and then they broke up. And it's really hard to keep a handle on how many millions of times that that happens. And so it's really overwhelming of the amount of people that are dealing with this and we don't ever talk about it. And do you know, it is causing so much pain. And I have to say to myself, you know, what causes us as humans the most pain? And you know what it is? It's other people. It's other humans. We're inflicting pain upon each other. Now, does that mean we're sadistic people and we're trying to hurt other people? No, it's because we are human and we're imperfect. (laughs) And and because we're imperfect, we all have issues. And you come into a relationship with issues, your own set of baggage. Everybody has baggage. Everybody has some kind of issue. We come to the table with these issues and you're with somebody else that has a baggage, a, a, a bag full of issues. And you're trying to really make that work. And some kind of way, a lot of times it does not work. And then there's nobody that teaches us what do we do when it doesn't work. And so I'm going to tell you what's really happening in your body physiologically when you're heartbroken. There are some um, physiological signs that happen when you are blindsided or you experience a breakup. Your heart rate may drop. And they look at Uh, the heart rate and it comes from rejection. So the emotion that you're feeling of rejection, it does affect your heart rate. Um, Also, the stress is ramped up in your nervous system and it leads to rising cortisol and inflammation levels. So your sleep, digestion and your immunity might also suffer, which means that you may not have an appetite Or you may catch a cold because your immune system is compromised. All of this because of a breakup and because of the emotional stress levels. 
and how that affects your body. So it does affect your nervous system. And in rare cases, you know, it's you've heard that that people die from a heartbreak. Uh, and you really typically hear this when somebody loses a loved one, loses their love of their life, and not too long afterwards they may die because their heart is broken. Because it does damage, it does do some serious damage in in your body. Um, you can also feel physical pain because of it. When you're heartbroken, um, the brain regions processes the pain of social rejection or loss. And it can it can manifest itself physically that you're having a headache, that something else is going on. So you feel the physical effects of a heartbreak. Um, also, you know what? You don't think straight. You don't think straight, and it's the critical thinking skills that are taking a beating, um, and it's because of the rejection again. So you may think it's Tuesday, and it may only be Monday. You may do something that's really off the beaten path, and it's because you're off kelter right now. And so your brain is feeling that. And then... You know, everybody tells themselves they, they're not going to look at these pictures on Facebook. But the areas in your brain, you do. And it shows increased activity when you're craving uh, this, this feeling. And you find it and you say, okay, your brain is trying to help you out because, again, there's so many adjustments that you're going through. Um, but it's it's a speed up in your in your uh, in your brain activity that happens when you say okay I'm going to find out what's going on what they're doing um, and then in the beginning you may be only interested in talking you kind of socially withdraw um, and you may be only interested in talking to the person who's delivering your pizza but then in a few months you notice that your body's going through other stuff you may lose hair. Uh, because major stress creates all kind of things that happen to you. And you know what's really interesting? These are the things we don't really talk about. I want you to know that it's real. The breakup, the feeling, what you're going through is really real and it affects your body. It affects your mind, your body, and your spirit. And these are just some of the things that you're going through physically. And you just don't understand why you don't have the energy because if you have the loss of appetite, then food gives you energy and your thinking is off. And it's all because of the emotion and the feeling of rejection. And it is turns to hurt and pain. And so understanding what's really going on in your body, I felt like is really important to share with you. And so we're going to be discussing during our second segment some of the reasons why breakups happen and what's going on here. I'm going to share with you the life cycle of what a relationship life cycle looks like that we all go through, no matter if it's a short lived or it's long. And believe me, I understand all about this because after almost 24 years of marriage, my marriage ended in divorce. So I know a whole lot about this topic, not just from a professional standpoint, but from a personal standpoint, and will help to share how you can repair and heal yourself and let go and move on. 
And that's really important. So it's almost time for our break already. I just gave you the statistics, letting you know what your body's going through. If you have a question or comment, call in. The number is 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. When we come back from the break, we're going to look at the top reasons why we go through these breakups and what can we do about it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss the second segment. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready to make a change in your career, relationships, health, and or finances, but don't know how to get it done? Dr. Gladney has the answers for you. Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, If You Are in the Driver's Seat, Why Are You Lost? The Gladney Prosperity System, a free 30-minute session, and other offers, go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, finances, health, and career, go to creatingamazinglives.com to take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30-minute success session. Dr. Gladney's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show. Okay, we are back. We are back in the first segment we talked about. All the statistics on what's happening, how many millions of people are breaking up, what's going on in our society, and how that affects your body. I'm going to give you some some interesting statistics on the top reasons why people break up. And 36% of adults admit that they break up with someone due to looks. So it has something to do that they're not attracted to them anymore. 
Uh, 56% of all adults claim to be unhappy with their sex life. 22% of the people uh, worldwide have, a gay, have engaged in an affair. We've done topics on cheating before. Um, and they say that cheating is the result to 18 to 22%. Um, lost in interest just in the person in general has something to do with about 26% of the people. And that there's a long distance. The distance has something to do with it, so that's about 18%. And then others fall in a category, about 33%. 3.5% of the people say parents or friends did not approve of that person. So, as you can see, there's a lot. There's a lot of different reasons, and some of them we're not even tapping into. Incompatibility. Some people say, okay, they're just incompatible. Um, there's only 5.4% of adults that die never having been married. So that gives you indication of how many people, and, and just because they haven't been married doesn't mean they haven't been through a breakup. So it's almost 100% of, of everybody and of us that have experienced uh, the devastation and the emotional and physical effects of, of breaking up with someone and what that does to you. And so understanding this, we're going to look at we're going to look at, um, there was a research done, uh, Tango did a research, and it was very interesting research because it says that, you know, we really don't know how to do this in the title of the article is that we really um, suck at breaking up because nobody knows how to do it. It's, it's not a, a, a classroom <laughs> manual to say, well, how do you get away from someone without hurting them? Because as humans, we're so emotionally tied and attached to people, to each other. So of course, it's going to do some damage in your life. And as I said, you know, I understand on a personal level, because having gone through a divorce, a, a divorce after 23 plus years, and all of a sudden, now you find yourself alone. So that is going to bring about a whole lot of uh, feelings, emotions, and devastation into your life. And it says that most people, though, when you break up, how, how much do you remain in contact with your ex? And it's it, the research found that most people are still very hung up on their exes. 71% of the people say they think about their ex too much. And if you just deal with this, the singles uh, without it being a divorce, the figure goes up to 81%. And they said um, more than 57% of the people said this is preventing them from finding new love. And that's what we're going to talk about is how to move forward. So thinking about your ex is keeping you from moving forward and finding new love. Um, they say both men and women remain attached to their exes. 74% of women and 64% of men said they think about their ex too much. 70% of the women and 76% uh, of the women and 70% of men have looked them up on the Internet. Now, how many times have you said, because it's social media makes this really difficult, because you can find out what people are doing 
at any given time. And because we have these connections through pictures, and you know, pictures say a thousand words. And sometimes pictures are quite deceiving people because there's a lot of stuff that's going on there out social media. People post when they're when they're at their best. They don't post when things are down and out and they're posting pictures of their devastation in their lives. So you just have to know that that's a moment in time and it may not really reflect their lives, but we look at that and we feel like, oh my God, you know, how can they do this without us? And I can't believe in the rejection, the, you know, and the emotions that happens. And they say, um, 50% of women and 40% of men say they look at their ex's Facebook or other online profiles to keep up with what's going on with them. Um, so it te- the digital technology plays such a role because 59% of the people said they remain Facebook friends with their ex after they've broken up. And 48%, including 42% of married folks, say they look at their ex's Facebook page or social networking profile too often. Likewise, almost three quarters of the people have looked up an ex. 74% of the people have looked up an ex on Facebook. Now, sometimes people are looking it up because they're sad. Other times they're looking it up to see if they are, are really happy to keep in contact with what's going on, to see their lives, to see how they're moving on. And like I said, all of this stuff can be quite deceitful. Um, And then walking down memory lane makes clean breakups difficult. 86% of the people admit to looking at photos of their ex. um, And 14% of married folks uh, admit to doing this as well. And 50% of people have called, texted, or emailed when they shouldn't have. Because they haven't let it go. So if I could just uh, get back in some type of contact and now because text messages you know you don't have to call anybody you can just send a text so it's very interesting in order to be able to keep up with your ex and then number five the physical contact having sex with your ex doesn't help the cause because it inhibits you from really breaking up so we say well how do we know how to do this nobody has taught anybody really how to break up and what this looks like. I'm going to help you. My show is all about bringing strategies, giving advice, practical advice. Again, if you have a question or comment, feel free to call in. Our call-in is 866-472-5788. What do you think about, do you think it's a good idea to remain in contact with your ex? I did put that um, question very late out on Facebook. Um, but of course, you have to, if you are have experienced a divorce and you have children with someone, you have to keep in contact with them. And that's while that's a whole nother show, um, it is very important to remain some type in some type of positive friendship relationship because you have children that you have to raise together. And Oftentimes what happens is it becomes so volatile because when breakups happen, there's so much pain that's involved, so many issues and emotions that it is so hard to get over yourself. Let me say that it's hard to get over yourself and step outside and say, what do we need to do in the best interest of the children? Because just because two people cannot get along does not mean that the children should be punished for that. 
doesn't mean that the children should be in the middle of your crossfire because the incompatibility and what other issues may have have um, played out into the marriage. The kids shouldn't have to feel that. And so it's really important. And I um, do have an audio CD. It's called The um, Psychology of a Civil Divorce and how to work your way through that. You can find that on my website at creatingamazinglives.com. I put out so much information to help people at each and every stage of their life. And it's because I, like I said, personally have experienced so many things in my life and not just on a professional level. But you do have to remain in in um, in some type of relationship if it is a divorce and children are involved. So you need to really understand and really work on that. Now, now what happens? Why is it that we have millions of people, um, 84% it's, uh, it's said in research that relationships are breaking up. Let me kind of tell you what happens in relationships and why they break down. Of course, there are so many reasons, um, including disagreements about finances, bad communication, sexual issues, infidelity, difference in pairing styles, religion, addiction, abuse, and the list can go on and on as to the reasons why. But I wanted you to take a look at what happens when you first get involved in a relationship and that may help you as you go through and we're talking about how to end it. There's number one is the honeymoon phase. And in this phase, your partner is sexy, hot, he or she makes you laugh. They're sensitive, smart, understanding, they're progressive. Um, and this is what's happening in your brain. The male testosterone, the hormones are high with the thrill of the chase and the attempt to win over the partner. This raises his testosterone level and makes him feel a sense of strength and confidence. He will become more energetic and more affectionate and or attentive. The female is the oxytocin that's in your brain that during the honeymoon phase, her hormones are high. She feels protected, provided for, and loved. These levels make her feel more affectionate. She may also experience more energy, joy, and be more carefree. But be aware during this stage, uh, as a woman, you're responding and making decisions that will affect your relationship. And it's based on your emotions and your feelings and not logic. That's the first stage. Everybody experiences that. You go on a date and it's like, oh, my God, I found the one. (laughs) You know, you get involved with somebody and you start dating them. And the first few months are great. Or you get married and you have the honeymoon phase and everything is just so wonderful. This is what's really happening to you and happening in your brain and in your body. Then you get to the second stage. And the real person appears. Reality sets in and your hormones have settled. You actually see the blinders kind of come off and you see that this person has faults. You knew they were there before, but you overlooked them and they didn't seem like they were a big deal. Because your hormones were swirling in your brain and masking all the obvious. Then you find out "Mm, they're not so perfect after all. Hmm. Now what? It's during these times when their faults can seem so huge and you begin to wonder, but how did I miss that? Or why did I think that that was not a big deal? You can either feel like you were tricked, they've changed, they were not honest about who they were, you feel duped because the real person comes out and now you can see them. So then the third phase, you reassess to see if you really like this person. 
Now that you can see some faults, you say, do I really like who this person really is? And you begin, their defects can begin to overtake their good qualities. And you're like, oh, no, I really don't like that. And then number four, the irritation and annoyance sets in. You start to become annoyed with the person just because of who they are and what their faults are and what they do and what you might have thought before was no big deal. Oh, the way that they eat their food, you know, they it's so different and they look like that, you know, they really enjoying it. Now it's like oh, they can't keep their mouth closed. They're smacking. You know, it changes. Everything turns and then you turn into being irritated and annoyed. And you don't see things eye to eye because when you're annoyed with somebody and you're irritated, you want to change whatever it is about them. And then number five, communication issues exist in abundance. It is so difficult. And arguments, I tell you, they are a part of everybody's everyday life. So you have to understand it's a part of relationships. Now, I have, you know, in the thousands of people that I've talked to and and been associated with and heard the stories, there are a few people that say, oh, we never argue. We never have had an argument. Well, people disagree in a different way. That doesn't mean just because you haven't had a, a argument that you agree all the time. If people express and communicate themselves differently, but communication is going to exist in abundance because you are annoyed and you're irritated with this person. And it's very hard to talk to somebody when you're annoyed and you don't see eye to eye anymore. So these arguments start to happen and it starts to increase and they become more and more. And you're arguing about whatever the something is, whether it's the issues that we talked about in the beginning, whether it's the cheating, the dishonesty, um, the, infide- uh, the infidelity, bad communication, the sexual issues, parenting style, the finances, whatever it is, it just creates um, chaos. And you don't see eye to eye. You're annoyed with this person. And so you have all of these issues that is surrounding with relationships. And so the breakdown has happened. Now you say, well, it was only just a few months ago, sometimes a few weeks, because it depends on how fast, because some people, when they get involved in relationships, they move too quickly and you're moving on emotions. And so taking your time and getting to know somebody is always advised. But in a few months, it can deteriorate from, oh, my goodness gracious, he was the one, she was the one, love at first sight, and I've never met anybody quite like this, to not being able to stand that person. And then what starts to happen in people's minds is they start to plot ways to how can I get out of their space? Because if you're feeling like, is this all negative then you're not going to want to stay in that place. Now, a whole nother subject is about toxic relationships. And I talk about that in one of the chapters of my book. So you definitely want to get that. If you're in the driver's seat, why are you lost? A roadmap to an amazing life. Because there are some relationships that are very toxic and it's hard to get out of those. And those are the abusive relationships. Those are the emotionally abusive, physically abusive, and all of those relationships. The rest of it is the lack of, I've read you the reasons why, the lack of interest, the um, incompatibility, the sexual issues, the financial issues, whatever else it may be, you'd start to say, you know what, this is not what I want anymore. 
So now what do I do about it? Because now you're going to be hurt and the other person is going to hurt. You're going to hurt somebody. And so you find yourself in that space and you don't even know this is what's happening. And sometimes out of the blue, a breakup will happen to you or you will do that to someone. And you've been thinking this all alone. And it's really not fair if you're in that space not to say it as 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 opposed to dropping a bomb on people. And so this is what causes all of this pain and this hurt and people carry it to the next relationship. And we have got to get it together so that we can start and begin the healing process. So in the last segment, I'm going to give you some steps on how to break up the breakup steps to work through the breakup and begin to move on and let it go. So definitely have your pen and paper ready and come right back after the break and we'll go through the breakup steps, letting it go and moving on. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, finances, health, and career, go to CreatingAmazingLives.com to take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30-minute success session. Dr. Gladney's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. Are you ready to make a change in your career, relationships, health, and or finances, but don't know how to get it done? Dr. Gladney has the answers for you. Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, If You Are in the Driver's Seat, Why Are You Lost?, the Gladney Prosperity System, a free 30-minute session, and other offers, go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show. All right, we are back. And I tell you, this time goes by so quickly. I feel like I have so much to say, particularly on a subject like this, because it is a constant um, topic, questions that come in that say, you know, what do we do? And when I work with individual clients, particularly, it's always this residual that's left over um, the pain and the hurt from a breakup of some type. And it's really unfortunate because we don't do enough and don't know how to deal with it because there's nobody that tells us, how do we manage pain? How do we really manage pain when it's emotional and um, when it's heart pain? What do we do with all of that? So as we're talking today 
And I'm giving you some tips and strategies on giving you the reasons why, as humans, that we hurt each other. We change our mind. We get into a space that I don't want that anymore. And, you know, it's really unfortunate because we do leave a lot of wreckage in our path. Now, a lot of times the breakups that are more devastating than not is when people say they didn't see it coming. And all of a sudden they get home and their husband or their wife announces, I don't want to be married anymore. I I want to do something different. Typically it is because of another person that they have fallen in love with or whatever. And and their affection is not there anymore. And just a breakup um, that's not married, then a lot of things could happen. It could be the same type of situation that all of a sudden they make an announcement or they send you a text and say, I'm done with this. I want to move on. All of those things are heartless. Um, And if we could help to put ourselves in the shoes and always say, what would I want? How would I want somebody to treat me? How would I want to hear this message? Um, That's something to always um, live by. But I'm going to give you some steps that will help you work through breakups. And it's it's, um, a few steps. So we're going to try to get through them because we don't have that much time. But number one, to acknowledge the reality. What that means, acknowledge the reality that this is really happening, that this is real, this is true. Because a lot of times you could live in denial. Oh, they don't really mean that. They don't really feel that way. I know how they really feel. And so we prevent ourselves from moving forward because we're not acknowledging the reality. If somebody has said that I'm ready to move on, that's what they mean. And so you don't want to take anything and try to make their words mean something different because if they're ready to move on, they're ready to move on. And you need to um, to acknowledge the reality. Number two, you have to acknowledge your emotions. What that means is that a lot of times, you know, depending on your personality type, that you'll act like, well, that doesn't bother me on. I'm OK and I'm good with that. And that's fine. You know, and guys, you have an ego. Women have an ego, too. It's just different from yours. And, you know, it's like, well, I'm not going to. That's fine. I was tired of you as well. I mean, you know, we see all of these things out there when you see some of the text, the all of these things that show you the text messages of people sending messages of breakup and the other person says, well, OK, I, I didn't like you. I was already have somebody else anyway. All of these things. At the bottom of it, we're all human and it does hurt. Rejection hurts you no matter what. I don't care if you're rejected from a job, rejected from being on the team at school, rejected from a friendship circle. Rejection hurts and you have to acknowledge that you have emotions about it. So whether those emotions are are anger, whether it's pain, whether it's whatever it is, you have to acknowledge that I'm feeling a certain way. Number three, you're going to have to allow yourself time to feel the emotions. So you acknowledge that you have this anger. You know what? Give yourself time to be mad. You can be you can be angry and that's okay. Anger is good. And I think I talked about that in, in one of our earlier uh, shows. It's okay to be angry. Do something with that. Acknowledge that you have it. It's okay to be sad. Sad. It's okay to cry. Get this stuff out. It's all healing. But you have to allow yourself time to feel. Uh, number four, you need to bring closure for yourself. Now, women need this a lot more than men. So men, you know, for you, it looks a little different. And it's just because of the way we're made. And we didn't have time to get into the brain uh, makeup of a man and a woman. They are, it is different. So women are more emotional because our limbic portion is bigger and all these things. So what you have to do is bring closure for yourself. What does that look like? What does that mean? You know, maybe it's the stuff that you have or putting all the memories in a box or 
or, um, you know, putting all your pictures and, and things like that, whatever that closure is, I always recommend to people to write because writing is very cathartic. Uh, but people don't get into that because we live in the day and age of Twitter where we just 140 characters and we don't even know how to write letters anymore. Uh, but writing really, uh, really helps you to uh, to heal. And so whatever that closure may mean to start to shut down the stuff so that it's not still open and you keep this revolving door going. Uh, number five, you need to set a time limit. What does that mean? Set a time limit for how long you're going to feel these emotions. Because you don't want to keep doing this six months later and you're still in that same place. And so if you, everything in your life needs to be with intent. If you intently set a timetable, time limit, I'm going to give myself a week to, to feel this. Not that you're going to be over anybody in a week. I'm not saying that. I'm, we're talking about the emotional part, the deep anger, the deep pain, the deep hurt, the deep whatever. But you have to set a time limit so that it doesn't go on and on and that you're not waddling and staying in that same place and becoming stuck. So set a time limit. Uh, number six is, I mentioned it kind of in number four, but this is like really real, tucking the memories in a box. And what I mean by that is sometimes that's tangible. And so those memories may be that they are those physical pictures or whatever else. And of course, now we don't have physical pictures. We have them all on our cell phone. So what that may mean on your cell phone is that you download them to your computer so they're not really gone. Or maybe some of you need to just totally erase them, you know. I am a believer that you just don't totally erase things because it's not going to erase out of your mind. But you can tuck it away somewhere where you're not seeing it all the time. So you can definitely erase them off of your cell phone, uh, but they're on your computer. And when you tuck people in a box, that means that memory of what the memories that you develop together, that you're able to put them away in a certain space and a certain place and say, you know what, I'm going to keep that over here for now. And so you put those memories inside of your head into a certain place, tucking them in a box. Uh, number seven is to write down the lessons. This is really, really important. You have to write down the lessons that has come from this relationship. Because what you want to, to do is that in every piece of your life, it is a school. We are in a constant school and we're in constant learning. So the lessons that you learn from this relationship, but you won't know them if you don't write them down. And this is why people, you know, when they jump from relationship to relationship, they don't give themselves time to heal. They don't know what they did to cause the drama in the first relationship. And then they jump in right into another one and they think it was the other person. No, you have a big portion and a part of that as well. So write down the lessons. What would you do differently? What did you learn? What did you learn about yourself? It's really about yourself and not so much the other person. It may be, yes, I learned that I don't need to be with that type of person, but that lesson is really for you. So what is your lesson? You want to write those lessons down so that they become uh, something that you've learned from and you don't repeat it. You don't want history to repeat itself. You want to be a better person when you go into the next relationship. Now, if we all could just look at this and say, you know what? I'm going to be the best person that I can be no matter what. And we don't have time to talk about the energy that you put out there 
draws the, that, that type of person that you have in your space. So you're, you're actually drawing people into your life and into your space. So you always have to say, well, what is it about me? If you think that person is so bad that you had, it was something that you put out there and you let them and allow them into your space. So at the end of the day, if you don't want to repeat that, you have to say, well, you know, what did I need to learn from here? What is the lesson? And what are the lessons there? So that's number seven. Number eight concentrate on loving yourself. Now, see, we don't do enough of this because as humans, we're reaching out for other people and we're reaching out for the love and the contact and what we need to feel from other people. And oftentimes we neglect ourselves. And all the work that I do with my individual clients, I work from the inside out. So whatever they may be feeling and thinking, oh, you know, I need you to help me get to the next level of my business. I need this. I need that. A lot of times, whatever's blocking you is on the inside. And we work with the inside out. And so often it has to do with unresolved pain, unresolved issues, unresolved feelings of rejection from somebody that you never dealt with and didn't know what to do with it. And it manifests itself in so many ways in our lives. You can combat that by concentrating on loving yourself. What does that mean? Understanding who you are, getting to know who you are, um, understanding what it is that you like, doing things for you and not waiting and looking for somebody to do it for you, not looking for somebody that's going to make you happy. Understanding what true happiness, it lies within yourself. And nobody is going to love you more than you love yourself. So understand what that love needs to look like. And how do I begin to love myself? Very, very important key component here. And then number nine is you need to adopt some mantras and uh, some self-talk. And something that you can say to yourself every day, and this is what I always tell my audiences everywhere, and I tell people, this, this, when I started to say this, I, I'm telling you, it, you know, and I could really talk about what it's doing in the brain and the subconscious and all of that, but we don't have time to get into that. Um, but it's, it's something that I want you to start integrating into your life, and it's called... Um, Every day in every way, I am getting better and better. Every day in every way, I am getting better and better. Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Say that as much as you can, as often as you can. I'm telling you, when you're going through any type of healing, any type of situation, and you're telling yourself that I'm getting better and I'm not getting worse, and your mind starts to believe that and your body starts to believe that, you're going to notice a significant change. That's one of the mantras that I say and I still say it all the time I've been saying it for years um, but you know whatever you may see that is going to inspire you some inspirational quote that you want to memorize and that you want to start saying every day that's going to take you up to another level and help with the healing process of that so making sure you say something that that self-talk that positive affirmation that mantra whatever it is that's going to help through the healing process and then number 10 is to plan for the future. We have got to stop being stuck in the moment and start planning for the future. What does that look like? So the exes we talked about, you know, some people can't move forward because they are stuck on the memories. We put those memories in a box now. So now you need to start planning and looking toward the future and what your new normal is going to look like. And you have every control of that. So those are the breakup steps. And then there's some steps for letting go of the past. If you're interested in getting those, of course, we don't have the time. 
either of these in written form, then just email me at info at drgladney.com and I will send it to you, I promise. This topic, we could go on for another hour. Unfortunately, we don't have another hour. I hope you have gotten the tips and the strategies and this is going to be helpful to you because it's something that we all deal with. Now, I have an announcement to make. My announcement is that next week, my lat, it will be my last show. Um, my last show for now. And so we've done a 13-week run, and we'll be moving into another space, but it will be my last show. And so because it is my last show, I'm doing something a little bit different, and um, I'm going to be uh, celebrating life. And with breast cancer survivors, I have lost a sister um, last year. I think I told you that I lost a sister last year um, who died of breast cancer. And my oldest sister, my sister Teresa passed. My oldest sister Sarita is um, now in the battle of struggle of breast cancer as well. So the show is going to be dedicated to her. And in, then in memory of my sister Teresa, we will have Dr. Sharon Patterson on, Sylvia, and it will be inspiration and awareness. So please, you don't want to miss this show. We have some fabulous things set up. And so I just want to leave my imprint and my legacy in, in any way that I can. So please make sure to join us next week for the last show for now um, on voiceamerica.com. And we're going to be celebrating life with breast cancer survivors and bringing awareness to that. With that being said, please go to my website, creatingamazinglives.com. Um, there's so much resources there. Sign up for a free 30-minute session. Um, just sign up to get all the resources that you need. And I want to leave you with a um, I want to leave you with a quote for today as we are helping you to propel into the future and to heal from breakups, work through, let go of the past. Again, if you need if you need the written form, email me at info at drgladney.com. And the quote that I'm going to leave you with is learn to let go of things and people that stop your progress to truly get to your destiny. You have to keep it moving. And that quote is from yours truly. So learn to let go of things and people from that stop your progress to truly get to your destiny. You have to keep it moving. If somebody wants to be out of your life, do them a favor and let them out because you have destiny to get to. And with that, thanks again for joining me. This is Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor. I'm ordering you, the doctor's orders is to have an amazing week. Until next time. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Be sure to tune in to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can't wait to talk again soon. 